We're going to head south now from the Twin Cities. The geography of big box stores and fast food chains gives way to field after field of commodity crops like corn. Farther down Highway 52 in the township of Vermilion, there's a blink-and-you'll-miss-it break in the scenery. Little red sheds dot the landscape, and farmers on foot go about their daily tasks. It's called Hoffa Farm, and it's the home base of the Hmong American Farmers Association and 20 farming families. John Collins reports on how a Hmong community that was displaced from their homeland after the Vietnam War has overcome challenges to literally put down roots on their own land. When Lillian Hang's parents immigrated to the United States from Laos in the late 1970s, they were already experienced farmers. So it was the one skill that they had coming to a foreign land where they didn't know the language, they didn't know the culture, they didn't know the system. It was the one thing where mom and dad could provide for themselves. Lillian Hang's family started out with backyard plantings of squash, green beans, and corn, then expanded into plots south of the Twin Cities, selling produce at the St. Paul Farmer's Market. They didn't earn a lot, but it was enough to pay for clothes or school books. But access to land was precarious. They never knew if the landowner they were renting from would renew the lease or sell the land to someone else. Land access has been an ongoing issue for farmers, especially those from diverse backgrounds, according to Robin Moore of the Land Stewardship Project, which advocates for sustainable agriculture. The face of farming has been primarily white. The idea of farmers has been primarily white, even though that is absolutely not true. Hmong farmers in the last three decades have become an important part of the local food system in the state. The Minnesota Department of Agriculture found that about half the vendors at Twin Cities farmers markets are of Hmong descent, but the principal operators of Minnesota farms are more than 99% white. That's where the Hmong American Farmers Association comes in. Co-founder and executive director Jansen Hang says the idea for the group was sparked at a meeting of nonprofits and farmers more than a decade ago. You know, one farmer stood up and said, we need to stop waiting for people to save us. We can save ourselves. And that really led to this inception of Hafa. They formed in 2011 as a collection of small farmers, most of whom sold at farmer's markets. Then, an anonymous benefactor turned the leased farmland over to Hafa in 2014. It became the base of operations for the organization and 20 farming families. It hasn't always been easy for the farmers in rural Dakota County. Someone tore down a newly built fence shortly after they moved in. Someone else painted a swastika on their silo. And then, a highway expansion threatened their acreage. Jansen Hang says it can be disheartening, but that they've worked together to overcome each challenge. Then, in 2020, the state legislature allocated $2 million to help Hoffa buy the land outright. Hoffa took official possession of the farm last September. Jansen Hang says owning the farm has changed how the farmers thought about themselves. They could now plant more perennials, work on the soil, make plans for the future. He says this is what it looks like to build intergenerational wealth. As a child, Lillian Hang detested farming. She missed out on summer breaks from school because she and her siblings were expected to help with the farm chores. But decades later, she says it's a bit symbolic that people who came to the United States as landless refugees are now planting seeds and putting down roots on their own land. Working so hard and studying so hard so that we did not have to farm. And then 10, 20 years later, we realized the importance of farming and not just the kind of bringing some extra income for the family, but 
the community that is built at the farm, the intergenerational community with the grandparents and the kids and so forth. Lillian Hang's mother passed away last year. Now she brings her own kids, 9 and 11, to help her father with the physical labor. She said they're master kale washers. And she notices her father passing his farming knowledge onto them. Judy Yang has been with Hoffa since the beginning. She says owning the land has changed her life. Yang's son is aiming to follow in her footsteps. My planet and their planet, they will stay here long. John Collins, NPR News, Vermilion Township.